I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, January 25th. An overnight house fire in Quincy left several people homeless. The blaze broke out at 25 Buckley Street in West Quincy just after 1.30 this morning. Officials say all the occupants of the four-family home escaped, and one person was taken to the hospital for evaluation. Power was out in a portion of the neighborhood due to the fire, and National Grid responded to make repairs. The Red Cross was assisting the victims. The cause of the fire is under investigation. City records show the owner of the home as Philippe Mikowski, who purchased the home in December of 2020 for $950,000. Records show the house was built in 1905. One of the seven men charged with murder in connection with the August shooting of a Quincy man in his apartment building's parking area was held without bail following his arraignment on Monday. 23-year-old Dante Clark of Brockton was taken into custody at a Wareham hotel. Clark was arraigned for murder and related charges in Norfolk County Superior Court Monday and pleaded not guilty. He was held without bail and is due back in court on March 6 for a pretrial conference. Clark is one of seven men who were indicted for murder in December. In connection with the August 18th fatal shooting, of 32-year-old Jordan Wiggins in the parking area of Wiggins' residence at the Elevation Department Complex at Crown Colony. Clark was indicted on a number of charges, including murder, armed home invasion, two counts of kidnapping with intent to extort, and armed assault with intent to rob. Clark was first arrested last September for assault and battery on a police officer involved in the homicide investigation before he was identified as a suspect in the shooting. Clark was arraigned on that charge on September 12th and pleaded not guilty, but he failed to appear for a pretrial conference the following month and a default warrant was issued for his arrest. Six other men indicted for murder in connection with Wiggins' death are Cornell Bell Jr., Dwayne Harper of Dorchester, Sheikh Ramos of Boston, Derek Miranda, also known as Derek Cardosa, with ties to Randolph and Dorchester, Walter Batista of Boston, and Clayton Rodriguez of Abington and Dorchester. Three of those suspects are still at large. The body of an adult female found on the afternoon of January 18th near the town river in Quincy Point, not far from Washington Court, has been identified now as 55-year-old Laura Bolin. According to the Norfolk County DA's office, Bolin was homeless and apparently died of a medical incident. Her body was discovered last Wednesday around 1.10 p.m. on some coastal rocks near a pier on the town river. There are no indications at the scene of trauma or foul play. Authorities say two young children were killed in an incident at a home in Duxbury last night. Plymouth County DA Tim Cruz said a five-year-old girl and three-year-old boy had died after being taken to a hospital. An eight-month-old boy was airlifted to a Boston hospital for treatment. Police responded to a 911 call shortly before 6.15 from a male resident of a Summer Street home. He said a woman had attempted suicide. The woman was taken to a hospital where she was still being treated, asked whether the woman was being considered a suspect. 
Cruz said he wouldn't label anybody anything. Authorities said there is no threat to the public. None of the people involved have been publicly identified. Authorities were working to notify family members. The Office of the Chief Medical Examiner will determine the cause and manner of death. No further information was released. A Brockton man was sentenced to nearly six and a half years in prison yesterday for a 2020 incident in which he hit and dragged an officer with his car while trying to flee police. According to a news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office, in July of 2020, a federal police officer stopped Tykeem Jackson in Avon for speeding and asked him to get out of his car. Instead, Jackson sped up and hit the officer with his car, dragging that officer several feet before the officer was thrown to the ground. Jackson, who is now 27, then sped away from the scene. During Jackson's escape, he narrowly missed pedestrians and other cars while driving around a public parking lot. He also ignored traffic signals and even drove into oncoming traffic. He was later seen driving 100 miles per hour in the breakdown lane of Route 24. After trying to cross all three lanes on Route 24, Jackson reportedly lost control of his car and crashed head-on into a guardrail. He then got out of his car, ran across Route 24, and was found running into traffic on a nearby roadway. At the time, Jackson was on probation for an armed robbery conviction out of Suffolk Superior Court. In April of last year, Jackson pleaded guilty to one count of assaulting, resisting, or impeding an officer. He was sentenced yesterday in federal court, 77 months in prison, three years of supervised release. Well, as the country's first commercial-scale wind farm hits some major milestones, a grassroots group is going to court to try and stop the project off the Massachusetts coast. Nantucket Residents Against Turbines has filed a federal lawsuit to overturn the government's permitting for the Vineyard Wind Project. The group argues that the federal government should do a better job of studying how the offshore wind farm will impact the critically endangered North Atlantic right whale population. The Vineyard Wind Farm is currently under construction and will be situated 15 miles south of Nantucket and the fellow island of Martha's Vineyard. The group behind the offshore wind project said it plans to start powering homes later this year and is taking steps to stay away from sensitive whale habitat and limit noise. Members of Nantucket Residents Against Turbines say they don't believe the project and the right whales can coexist. A Vineyard Wind spokesperson said the company behind the project does not comment on pending litigation. A U.S. District Court judge for the District of Massachusetts is expected to issue a written decision in the case. State leaders say they are not seeing any signs that the so-called millionaire's tax is already driving additional taxpayers out of Massachusetts, but flight and tax avoidance are still concerns among officials and economists crunching the numbers this budget season. Department of Revenue Commissioner Jeffrey Snyder told lawmakers in a consensus revenue hearing at the Statehouse yesterday that he doesn't believe they've seen anything in the tax receipts at this point, indicating a trend that Bay Staters are leaving, but it is still early. The 4% surtax on income over a million dollars just went into effect this month after voters' approval in November. Some experts are predicting the revenue will be highly volatile 
while its uses and the full impacts of the tax come under the spotlight as economists and state officials brace for an economic slowdown. Gas prices have started to climb once again in Massachusetts. The average price for a gallon of unleaded was 3.39 yesterday, according to AAA, up eight cents over the past week. AAA says there's been an increase in demand just as oil prices started rising again. Massachusetts is still below the national average of 3.45 a gallon. Hawaii has the highest average price, 4.94 a gallon. Check of business news this morning. Stocks retreated yesterday. The Dow was down 169 points. The Nasdaq dropped 121. The S&P fell 26. Asian stocks are mixed. The dollar edged higher. The euro was up. And oil at $80 a barrel. Sports Celtics uh, lose again in Florida, this time to Miami, 95-98. They will take on the Knicks at the Garden tomorrow night at 7.30. Bruins beat the Canadiens in Montreal 4-2. They'll be in Tampa Bay tomorrow night at 7. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, increasing cloudiness with snow arriving in the afternoon and temperatures in the upper 30s. The snow will flip over to rain this evening. Possibly an inch or two of accumulation before changeover to rain. Tomorrow, the rain may end early, then turning partly cloudy at a high 50 degrees. For Friday, mostly sunny, cooler, high of 38. Saturday, mix of sun and clouds, high 46. The boater waves about a foot. Wind out of the north will become easterly later today at a high tide right before 2 p.m. Sunrise, 7.03, set at 4.48. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, January 25th.